there it was. We are sea people now. This is our home. Welcome to the post-credit pursuit. known as Luke and well, what's the other one's name mm-hmm. I know the I know like the English equivalent no I can't remember otherwise known as Nate I'm just making a guess there I don't know if that's what they really meant but they all uh, sound really similar to human or not yeah human names that uh it made sense to me, so I'm sticking with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't catch that at first, but after you mentioned it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, a lot of them other than, yeah. I, I said before we started recording this that this was going to be probably the worst one for me insofar as remembering names and pronouncing names. I remember like who everybody was, like, a, you know. Yeah, I can picture. Yeah, yeah. But like, I, I couldn't tell you who they were, what their name was, other than Jake Sully. I might refer to uh, oldest son, yeah, youngest son, Sigourney Kiri. Weaver. <laughs> yeah, Sigourney Weaver, <laughs> young teenage angst Sigourney Weaver. Yeah, and uh, Giovanni Ribisi. <laughs> <laughs> He's in it for like a little split second. But yeah, we uh, we recently saw. Avatar The Way of Water. Yes. How long has it been since the first Avatar? 13 years? Yeah, 13 years. It's crazy. That is pretty... That's over a decade. And I mean... And it being in like act... Like most of my active production for the whole time. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty insane. A few delays here and there and everything. I, uh... I know... I know we've we've talked about it for sure on episodes before, but... What what is your what is your history with Blue People Avatar? <laughs> we saw it in theaters when it came out, and we saw it in three D. So that was pretty cool, and we really liked it. I mean, I was like probably too young to see it, honestly. But oh, yeah. I don't know. It came out in two thousand nine. I think so. I was thinking two thousand eight, two thousand nine. So I would have Let been see. yeah seven. <laughs> Fair, fair. <laughs> Maybe a bit too. I, I don't know. I, yeah, 2009. It's not like it's like, it's just a lot of like cussing and violence. Uh, nothing. That... See, I, I I can't remember if I saw it in theater. I remember when it was coming out. Like I remember, I remember everyone was just so freaking hyped. Yeah. And I, I remember like seeing the trailers and everything, thinking that it looked good. And I know that we had, I know that we bought it on DVD when it came out i can remember yeah we also just specifically it buying it on dvd but i cannot remember if we went and saw it in theaters or not i want to say we probably did but i think that's one of those movies where you got to go see it in theaters and i'll, I'll go ahead yeah. and preface it by saying i think uh avatar the way of water is another movie that you have to see in theaters yeah i don't know if i would have enjoyed it as much if i because I, like unfortunately have you ever seen baby driver no Baby Driver is one of those movies where I wanted to go see it when it was out in theaters. I just either always forgot I forgot to do it or I just didn't have time to do it. Yeah. So I only 
I, I bought it, I think, I bought the Blu-ray on Black Friday one year, and I watched it for the first time just on my TV. Yeah. Still really hit really hard, but that's one of those movies where I really regret not being able to see it on the big screen because yeah. I feel like it would be that much more of a spectacle. And yeah, I don't think, I think if I would have waited on this one and like, because it'll probably be on Disney Plus in the next couple months, I feel like if I waited and watched it on Disney Plus, it probably wouldn't have hit as hard. Yeah, I don't think so either, especially from when a movie is so focused on visuals as this one is, Yeah, it's like, sure, it'll look good on somebody's TV. Like if you have a 4K TV, it'll still look yeah. great, but there's no like matching that experience, even going sound. to- yeah, sound especially, like even going to our, you know, dingy little theater. Um, it's still just next level as far as you, you can't really compare yeah. it. I couldn't imagine seeing that in like an IMAX theater. Oh, that yeah, that's... insane. I uh, I want to go see something in IMAX. I'd like to see Oppenheimer in IMAX because it, it's the first one to use um, yeah. black and white IMAX film. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah something like the that. The closest IMAX theater to us is like four hours away, which is insane. Welcome to the country. Yeah. Yeah, that does suck. I feel like they're they're should be one in like bristol or something yeah i wish the pinnacle was one yeah you would think it would be i love the pinnacle too that's my favorite i haven't been to the pinnacle the last time i went to the pinnacle two years ago i think they showed uh two towers up there and me and jordan went and saw it i would i would pay a decent amount of money to go see those movies in theater. It, it, it was cool it was cool because i'd never get back to i'd never episode. yeah i'd never seen any of them in theaters like because uh, yeah. i think i mentioned it in our uh, rings of power episode i just really wasn't allowed to watch them uh, yeah. when they were coming out like that but i did see two towers in theaters like two years ago and it was really really cool yeah it was like me her and it was a practically an empty theater there might have been like four other people in there and i'm like dang man. yeah i was like why is it this not packed out and you know i was 18 why did i not know about this i should have dang that i'm gonna blame sis on that one <laughs> you might have to that that's crazy I would have been like I would have stopped everything. I, yeah, it was when it was when um, I think like COVID had. It wasn't right around COVID, but I, no, no, nothing new was coming out at the time. Yeah. So I think theaters to try to prevent from yeah you know going under or just started showing a bunch of older movies and stuff. And man, she saw it. She's like, "You want to go?" And I was like, "Yeah, absolutely, of course." Dang, that sucks. <laughs> One day, that's my. It's my goal, mainly for the sound. I don't think the... I, I would the, keep checking, because I think they do it kind of regularly up there now. They'll reshow like, older movies. <clears throat> and Because I, I think... I think... Um, we went and saw... Two, when we went and saw Two Towers, I think, like, in two days' time, they were going to be playing Return of the King or something. Like, I think they were yeah, doing a run of them or something, yeah. yeah. And I was like, well, that's pretty cool. I um, Anytime that there's a movie that we really, really, really want to see, like... Absolutely, mm. we we always go to the pinnacle just yeah. because like sounds Better. good, the screens are great. You know, I I, I like Norton. Don't get me wrong, but uh, for convenience issues. sake, our little yeah. theater yeah I is, lived, is pretty decent. You know, five minutes away from a theater ever, so like that's yeah. pretty cool to be able to just go and see a movie when it comes out and not have to drive forty five minutes. And I feel like they're trying trying to like step up their game a little bit and i know they they've got like a lot of new arcade games and stuff in mm -hmm. it actually looks like they've got their little um prize area yeah. like stocked kind of decently and not little 50 cent <laughs> toys and 
they they do good at trying to get like like I noticed on the marquee when we went so they were playing the new Avatar Wakanda Forever was still playing that uh, David Harbour movie uh, Violent Night was yeah, still playing but there was also another Christmas horror movie that like looked really campy I don't think it was like a yeah, big I know what you're talking about yeah so it's like they they might be getting trying to like branch out and yeah in movies they're trying to show but interestingly enough we went at three o'clock on sunday mm-hmm. and i mean our theater was pretty lightly like i mean there weren't that many people in there yeah the, it, it wasn't really that busy and i guess I, which is the unfortunate thing been... because i think anytime i go to a movie theater i'm like i hope nobody's in there yeah but like at the same time i'm like well i can't really work that yeah way if people yeah. need to be in there if i want to be able to <laughs> keep going to the movie theater it, it kind of worked out for us though because i mean the the theater the rooms like in the theater aren't like super super huge or anything but we we got good seats we got yeah. like you know you got like your 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 seats and then like your little walkway and then the seats closer to the screen we got down in that lower section in that first row and there was no one else in front of us so like it yeah. was a pretty decent yeah because like i'm all about i want to set where the sound will hit me just right where i don't have to like oh, wow i can just look straight and see the entire screen i'm yeah. all for my seating arrangements i think we we got it good yeah i like to sit just somewhere in the middle I mean, yeah just like that top row of the bottom section or the bottom couple of rows in the in the top in the section. Top section. I agree, but yeah, we uh, I was we were hoping to see some cool trailers. Yeah, we didn't see any. They hit us with see. the Little Mermaid and like, all right, I have. How, how was that water for you? Here's the movie. Yeah, <laughs> I, is it bad? Um, whatever they were the Little Mermaid trailers. I was like, oh, don't nobody boo, please. <laughs> You know what? I had that same like. <laughs> listen, we there. Yeah, there's been in our hometown. Well, not hometown where we live now, but uh, there's been some. Yeah, some some stuff going on with like a local business. They they posted something on Facebook, and it's kind of gotten to a big uproar. And you know, everyone's gonna be so mad that uh, the Little Mermaid is black. And so it shows, and I and I knew the trailer. Yeah. So like it started, I'm like, oh gosh, yeah. Please, please, nobody make this awkward. I don't. My brother's sitting here. I don't want to have to stand up and tell someone to shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, I was prepared. Honestly, that was one of the times where I was like, you know what? If somebody says something, I, I should probably say something to somebody. Yeah, but like, it's uh, just. And like it's it, honestly, was kind of a sad moment for me because, that trailer showed, and I'm like. The, the first thing I think of is like not because I think that movie looks great I'm I'm kind of excited to see the Little Mermaid uh, I don't know I'm a little bit more cynical about all of like the live action Disney's princess stuff I, 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 ju- I, I just like I like the Little Mermaid animated movie a lot uh, yeah. it was one of I never watched it when I was growing up I guess just I don't think I had it but the first time I watched it, I was like dang I'm kind of sad I missed out on this this was yeah. a really good one that's the one that I think I just have not watched, like the animated. I've watched uh, most of like the old, mm-hmm. you know. Um, it's it's very I good. I've seen that one. I, I like it a lot. The music's really cool. The animation's cool. I think it's I a played, very good uh, one. I played uh, Under the Sea and Band before. That was fun. I think, I think it was a medley. That's the word. <laughs> I was um, a couple of days ago. I was trying to. I was talking to Kimley, and I was like, 
Yeah, I remember that thing that we played in band, you know, five years ago or so. There was like, um, you know, when you take a bunch of music from like a composer or something, <laughs> and like you kind of you put them like back to back, and it's like all one song though. And I could not think of the word medley to save my life, and it just it just came out. I always want to say melody instead yeah, of medley. That, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I was like, what the heck is it? Also, if I sound weird, I've got some allergies going on. And if I make weird faces, it's because my nose feels like I'm about to sneeze, but like Fair. it's just not not working out for me. Yeah, we um this weather's kind of been rough and we've we've actually got supposedly some bad weather on the way uh tonight and up and through into the morning. So if you uh if you live in our area Pretty and everything. The entire you know, country. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, it's cause it's supposed to be like record setting cold everywhere, yeah. isn't it? Dang. Yeah, don't freeze and Keep your water dripping so your yeah. pipes don't burst. If you got a kerosene heater, get that thing out. Yeah, don't tell get your candles you ready. Yeah, yeah, don't. Tell <laughs> but yeah, everyone, uh, yeah, be careful. It's, it's supposed to get real cold out there. Crazy cold, man. Um, I, I'm gonna keep on this tangent just because I thought about it. It really sucks. Um, the Steelers are doing the it's the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception, mm. and. Franco Harris literally passed away yesterday. Oh my gosh! And it sucks so bad. I, I, I just like, you know, it, it was way before my time. But I, you know, I love the Steelers and all the football. So that's all that I was. Uh, it's history. Yeah, and he he was in. I don't I, I don't know. Nothing's like come out about like the cause of death, but he mm. was in like really good shape. He was on Cam Hayward's podcast on Tuesday and passed away yesterday. Oh my gosh! And it's crazy, but um, I I was looking and I was like. I, I thought about going to the game. It's on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was looking. Tickets are like $12. Mainly because it's going to be like five degrees. Yeah. But, and it's Christmas Eve. <laughs> but, but still, you can't really $12. beat 12 bucks. Yeah, I know. I, I, I won't be able to go, but I'm like, man. what? <laughs> yeah. What a, that that kind of sucks. Yeah. D- now, are, are tickets usually like what's on average like the the lowest ticket price of um bar at not being christmas eve and negative five degrees it really depends i think for like because it varies by team like if a team's bad like most Steelers games though like you're gonna find like it's gonna be like 75 dollars for like you know nosebleeds usually and necessarily then, horrible yeah, yeah like i i would totally get that but then i think like if you wait until like right before the game mm-hmm. you can usually get like decent seats for 75 bucks and then okay, those cool. would probably be like you know 30 20 bucks i don't know i've never been to an nfl game i really want to go it'd be cool i'm i don't know i i, I either want to go to a, a penguins hockey game this year or the final um regular season game for the steelers because mm-hmm. i think that's going to be also kind of cheap mm-hmm. and that'll be just a normal weekend so if i could swing that that would be, be cool amazing. yeah but anyways, all of that out of the way to talk about uh, the way of the, the water. Of the water. I'm a, I'm gonna preface something. Uh, James Cameron, um, who directed the Batman, uh, what's his name? Matt Matt Reeves. Matt Matt Reeves. Um, if you're gonna be making was it three hour movies, here I'm gonna gotta double check that. If you're, but if you're gonna be making three hour movies, um, you better start subsidizing the price of popcorn. Yeah, for real. I'm running out within like the first. 30 minutes and like that's kind of normal but usually if i you know eat 30 minutes worth of popcorn i've only got an hour left a movie mm-hmm. but now i've got 
two and a half hours left of movie and no popcorn. And just an empty bag. Yeah, just an empty bag where I keep reaching in, grabbing the little crumbs, but most <laughs> of them are just, you know, unpopped kernels. Matt Reeves was the end. Matt Reeves. Yeah. It's a pretty horrible that after it being out for almost a year now, IMDb has the Batman at a 7.8. I think that's a little bit low, but... We'll talk about that at another time. <laughs> that yeah. kind of makes me sad. But I, I also want to preface by saying it might have come across that I kind of slander the Avatar name because mm. uh, I've talked about <laughs> not getting yeah. what everyone sees, right? And I'll, I'll say that the entire time I, I've, I've known that it is a visual spectacle I did not know, however, that that's why everyone wants to see it. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't realize that the visuals were on such a higher pedestal than the story. I understand that now, so now I can understand, like, because yeah. it was a very beautiful movie to watch. It was, it was. If there's anything I can say about old Jim Cameron. That man knows how to world build. Yeah. In film like he yeah, he he's visuals. he's a master at it cuz I mean throwing us into these like uh establishing shots every 20 30 minutes and and like Three Brothers Rocks. It's like, "Oh yeah. Yeah, I know what that is." Three Brothers Rocks. That's a great landmark. It's like Yeah. But that it's so cool. Uh, I I think he's yeah. a very very great world builder. And uh, yeah, I, think I, I understand now yeah. the, the appeal. I think we can start off with the good things about the movie. And there are plenty of good things. Um, and I think yeah. the, the top of the list there is visuals. I mean, you you open up in the, in the, the I guess it's just the forest or the jungle. And like it's, it's as I remembered seeing it. it yeah, know, yeah. It's just as cool. Um, and then you move like. I, I don't know because the movie's so freaking long it's like I, I can never tell like how far into the movie I yeah, am yeah because I was sitting there thinking like it felt like we'd gotten an hour into it and I still seen no water and I was like <laughs> where's the water yeah. but uh I, I, I see I, I guess that's why it had to be that long because yeah. it it almost felt like he, he when he was writing his script he kind of set it up in um like vignettes almost because it, you would get you would get your shots and it would play out and then there would come to a point where it would just kind of slowly fade to black yeah. and then fade in and it would be another like 30 45 minutes to an hour and then would fade out again so like I, it felt it like felt like it was set up in sections but yeah the the my problem is for this episode is going to be just remembering shit cuz like too much there was a lot going on honestly too much going on but uh what are, I thought the performances were good. Performances were good. I, you know, I, I love motion capture performances just in general. I think that they're always really cool to see kind of what happens. Mm -hmm. I, I would love to see some behind the scenes stuff. I think it'd be really cool. I um, saw I saw a clip of it might have been Kate Winslet. Um, they they had them up in a harness, and I guess it was to film scenes of them actually swimming underwater. But they just had them 
set to some wires and you know they they had them up in the air and they're you know like kicking their legs and swimming but it i don't know if they had programmed whatever had the wires held but it, i mean it, they were bouncing like mm -hmm. it, they looked buoyant but they were just yeah. like strung up with you know wires in the middle That's of the cool. air and i know um i've seen some like behind the scene photos of they're like in a giant pool and they've got all the little ping pong balls on top of the water to like catch the yeah. the way that the waves ripple and everything and i'm just like that's cool i don't know maybe, maybe he did have a point when he was like i don't know if anyone else can make an avatar <laughs> movie but me james cameron yeah i don't know about that but um i thought the performances were good a little hammy at times but that's the movie <laughs> yeah i that <coughs> it kind of has to be i think that um uh colonel what's his face uh the baddie the bad guy but you know he's he's a good actor he's i think actor. have you seen don't breathe no i think I, I think the writing is just over the top for him all the time <laughs> well i yeah that, that my, my biggest issue i think was probably with the script yeah. i saw someone that they, they put it well in this one review they said it's old wine in a new bottle yeah and i mean I don't, I can't really hold that against the movie too much because I think I talked to you about this, but that that first Avatar movie, the story is just so you, you can you can see it from a mile away, like it's very yeah. familiar. Um, but I, I don't think that I'm gonna sit here and use that as a negative thing about the movie because t Star Wars is the most familiar story it's the hero's tale you know yeah that like literally to a t each main character han is the reluctant hero yeah. luke is the hero like it, it plays out so well but george lucas is an and james cameron both can like really make a good yeah. world and they can really immerse you into this world and i yeah. think that uh i think that he's successful in it but yeah there were there were points when parts of the story kind of felt a little derivative of the first movie and then like partway through i'm like i can i know where this is going very very few surprises yeah. but still some i think like there were some things that uh, yeah i think there were a few things that i was kind of surprised or i was like you're gonna do one or two things and yeah yeah you picked the thing that i didn't think that you were gonna do so kudos to you i guess fair um i, I do really think that it's an interesting and i mean we're nowhere near finished i guess but like an interesting arc between it from yeah. movie one to movie two you start off with this really I think looking back at something that the first movie does really well is like the this really you get into this like action movie like oh yeah military hell yeah let's go yeah and then it kind of flips itself and it's like oh we're bad and yeah, then, yeah yeah but then it continues on to this and it's nice pretty refreshing to see a movie that is like not so militaristic I mean like it's got a lot of fighting and stuff but like the the entire point is like yeah the military bad to, to, to kind of boil it down to yeah the it, most basic concept yeah the the militarization of just like it, it's reminiscent of in america at least like the plight with how yeah. we treated native americans and stuff like that yeah like it especially with um the way that they just talk about pandora the the navi at least the way they talk about and care yeah. about pandora and like it's it's very like you you can take it to heart and I, f I feel like it's it's 
strong and I, I i think it's a cool way to tell a story like that yeah and uh the way of water follows along suit and i think it talks about a few more things like um i think wildlife preservation in a lot of ways you can kind of take away yeah. from it like the the scenes at the end when they're and forgive me i can't remember what the crap they're called but the big well things something yeah when they're like chasing after them i'm like yeah like this does make me feel bad for whales you know what i mean like when people go out and and start whaling and everything unless i'm playing assassin's creed 4 black flag yeah i'll 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 fuck up a whale bro (laughs) (laughs) um what'd you think of the uh soundtrack score like you know what'd you think of the score i i like the music it's it's a good score insofar as it's a pretty vast epic spectacle to see and yeah. i think the score kind of matches that a little bit in some like some of the underwater sweeping scenes and stuff i feel sounded pretty good yeah. but for the most part and this just might be me being me but i, I can't really remember or pinpoint or pick out an yeah. air like you know m- maybe maybe in the end when they when they all like f- they, they uh so Jake talks the 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 water tribe. I can't remember what they're called. I'm sorry. I'm going to butcher all these names. I'm just going to sound yeah. like I've never seen it. But like they they get them out there because they've got their kids and they ride those thingies. Yeah, the things. <laughs> I, we you know seeing the movie only once. I don't, you, there's no way to remember. Yeah. All that, of it, the names for the thing. See, here's the thing. Am I going to sit through that again? Like no. I feel like the second time I watch it, I might pick and choose which parts i rewatch. you know what i mean yeah. like I, I don't know and maybe that's just because I, I saw people being like oh everyone's um marvel adhd minds can't handle not having a quip every three and i'm like well no that's not it it's just no i sat through the batman just fine <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, pretty much yeah and i can remember shit from the batman you know what i mean yeah. but um I'm, i mean they were just there were a lot of lulls a lot of like and, and again, that's to show off the visuals. Yeah. Like any any establishing shot is just look what we did, huh? And it's like, yeah. wow, look Doesn't at that. This look great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, those lulls don't help when you try to remember specifics. Yeah, I, I, I think that's kind of just the point of both movies. Just like, wasn't that cool? <laughs> and it is. Yeah, it is. And I'm, I'm going to be a music snob for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first movie, James Horner did the the score, mm-hmm. and James Horner's great. I love James. What Horner. else has he done? Um, now that you've asked, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I'll look hey, it he's up. Done, Continue. Um, James Horner. Yeah. Um, let me make sure that that's right. As far as, because I always get him and not necessarily confused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. He did Avatar and Titanic. I was about to say, he must be friends with the other James. He's like a lot of, um, you know, really brassy. Like, that's his, kind of his thing. But, um, so, whenever they made the first Avatar, James Horner hired this lady. And I'm going to leave, I'm going to put a link into um, the description of this to go watch a video that's very interesting about the first uh, Avatar score. Mm -hmm. Um, And whenever... You know, 
James Cameron approached him. He was like, cool, cool. And he he was like, we want it to sound really alien because it's a really, you know, it's an alien place. Mm-hmm. And so James Horner was like, okay, I can do that. So he hired this lady who is an expert in um, non-Western music because, you know, we use a lot of brass and drums and stuff like that. But like that's not seen in a lot of like Asian cultures, mm-hmm. African cultures. They don't use, they use totally different instruments, totally different scales. Like mm-hmm. they're... Because music is just, you know, derived from whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's not real, mm. you know. Um, so they used entirely different things and they were like, okay, so to make it sound alien to Western minds, we're going to take this kind of music and score it, you know, in our own way. And they brought it to James Cameron and he was like, no, that's too alien. And then like repeated what? the process over and over again until they just handed him like the uh, western sounding oh my god score and he was like yeah that's what i'm looking for and, and then the, i see I, I hear stories like that and i'm like come on james yeah, like, so i really feel like we were robbed of a really interesting score from the yeah that would have been cool and then james horner didn't even technically i mean he like helped but he didn't work on the second one and i wonder why <laughs> well i can tell you uh he died in 2015 <laughs> I think if this is the same James Horner. Well, yeah, but like they 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 had been working for so long. Oh no, yeah, that's right. They would have still been working on it yeah. in 2015. Rest in peace, James yeah, Horner. I wasn't trying to make light of that, but uh, yeah, I forget that this thing has been. I forget that they've been working on it since fucking 2009. <laughs> yeah, like um, apparently it's so was weird. Some like he did one of James Horner's friends helped, but like still, I I, I don't see. Yeah, that knowing that that does kind of upset me because, like I said, I and this, this just might be me, but like I can't pick out a time in the movie where I can remember the music really. Yeah. Like I can remember, like vague descriptions of what I'd be like. Oh yeah, I think it was like really loud here. Wow. You know, like, yeah. yeah, like yeah, but I can't. And I feel like if it if they would have just stuck with his first little interpretation there something really cool like you said something really cool would have came out of that i think yeah because i mean Dang, it, that sucks yeah really like I, I, whenever i learned about that it just kind of like i it didn't ruin it like the first movie mm. for me but i was like man we could have had something really really yeah. really cool and it could have been really really creative um to go along with james cameron's bland story <laughs> yeah i i saw this and it could be a rumor because it's one of those stories where it's like I don't is this a meme or was this real but I I saw where in early development of that first one mm-hmm. they were talking about not like different ways of differentiating male and female navi people yeah. so they from what I understand early on they didn't want to really focus on or even give the female navi like female breasts yeah and so they went to james with that and they were like yeah we can and he's like no they they need to be hot <laughs> I, I don't know if that's a true story or not but i can see james cameron being like uh no i, I won't i want people to boobs <laughs> yeah i know and i but see i but how else are we supposed to know i don't remember i don't remember that first movie being like overtly sexualized really other than the tree stuff but i mean that's yeah. just because we had never seen it before because all, all the stuff in this movie i feel like like this movie didn't have any sort of yeah maybe know. uh 
Jake's kid like flirting with the other uh, chief's yeah. daughter, but like there wasn't. Yeah, there wasn't like too much like just overt like sexualization. I don't think nothing too crazy. But see, then Everything again, it felt pretty natural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's good. But see, I, I do. I can picture like clips and stuff in my mind of maybe Natiri from that first movie. Yeah, being a little like bit too. A yeah, little. a little hypersexualized maybe. Yeah. <laughs> but like I said, I I can't really remember. Yeah. Too well, but I, I, I'm kind of glad that they didn't. Yeah, I can remember that too because I remember whenever I was like watching it like younger, I'd be like, "I'm not supposed to." Be yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, wait a minute, how could they show this? This isn't allowed. <laughs> but no, I. Uh, one of my other biggest surprises, and this is a little thing, but maybe I didn't catch it in the in the trailers, so maybe everyone else knew this, but I wasn't expecting the like the water avatars the water tribesmen or whatever i, I like that they were adapted different they were yeah. lighter color to match cool. the water the their arms and and their tails and everything were adapted for water and I, I didn't catch that in any of the trailers i was like that is that's a cool detail that's a cool detail that i might not have like if i was in james cameron's shoes i might not have remembered to be like oh yeah they probably would be but I, built different i also partially think that he made them that way so that he could um create the, the little bit of conflict fair <laughs> fair like that's true that's because true because the middle part of the movie is pretty much just they don't they can't swim as as well as we can oh my god yeah we do get the big two hour and a half montage of them learning to (laughs) learning the way of water man that that's where the movie really kind of dragged for me where like it it was beautiful and i liked what was going on there were some good moments but like after like an hour and a half of like yeah i was i was getting a little restless i was like Colonel, come, come, cause something, please. Well, yeah, because that 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 movie is it's really bookended by two I think, really great action sequences. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like the at the beginning when they derail that train. Yeah. When that I was like, oh man, I remember I remember specifically like the sound in that part was really really loud yeah. when that when that first train like flips and blows up or whatever, and I was like, this is gonna be cool. Yeah. And uh, yeah, after that, they go to the water tribe, and they learn to swim. They learn to breathe. There's a lot of smiling underwater at a bunch of weird-looking creatures. Yeah. And then at the end of the movie, there's what I would argue is another really well-done action sequence that takes place like over the course in the movie it takes place i guess over the course of one evening because like yeah. when they go out there to face them it's still daytime yeah no, they, they, i don't think well I guess maybe the smoke is filling the air and it's making it like, darker i don't know because like they make it like because it's like the eclipse of the sun behind, oh yeah like, the, the eclipse yeah, yeah but yeah, i don't yeah. know if that's like you know their nighttime or if that's like you know was there was the was the eclipses important in the first movie is that no i I, I don't don't remember anything (laughs) but there were there were at least three of the same shots of the eclipse happening in that movie and i now that you mention it yeah that's hmm but like and it doesn't explain like does this eclipse last for 30 minutes or eight hours or 
is it just nighttime? I don't I don't get it. Is the life tree more powerful? Because yeah. like it, when they first take them to the tree, that's the an eclipse happens right, and they're like, this is this is our yeah our yeah, tree yeah. or whatever. Best best time to see it is during eclipse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what they say. I don't know. Very strange, but I I, w- I will say those those scenes of them like learning the way of that tribe while that well i think it does run a little bit long like any scene like the the water in that movie looked real yeah i I cannot tell you a single point in that movie where i looked at something and thought that that doesn't look real water wise like i i still I, I get that it's a technical marvel and it was a very beautiful movie, but I still am a little disheartened by the fact that for years those actors never stepped foot on an actual yeah. set. They That's never wore actual wardrobes. Like it that that is a little disheartening, but at the same time, like James Cameron had a had an article back in like the nineties where he talked about his next movie wanting to use synthetic actors. And that was back back in '94, yeah. and he's talking about making Avatar with synthetic actors. And I'm like, in '94, that's probably like, wow, like, what a wacko. Yeah. And then it's like now, it's like oh, everything's a synthetic actor anymore. Now yeah. I feel like, but at the same time, like I said, I feel like the actors' performances are captured really well. Sometimes, um, yeah. You you mentioned some of some of it's a little bit hammy. Yeah. I'm sorry. I love Zoe Saldana, but there, when she screams and cries, it's like nails on a chalkboard to me sometimes. And I know that's a little, uh, that's a little bit me being a little bit picky, but there, there are real emotional scenes that really aren't emotional to me because I'm like trying to like close my ears because she's, I don't know. No, I, I get that. I think, I think it really helps sell it. A little bit like you can really there's a real like rawness to whatever the, she does but that, like, that's the way the i take time, it as well. i'm kind of like i get it i know yeah you're sad i get it can we can we move on yeah because it, it plays along into the the fact that they are you know they're natives to that land and they are one with each other so like i i love it anytime they're swimming around or flying around and they're like whoop 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 and all that stuff and i'm like yeah that's cool yeah but then when you're well and 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 it's 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 gone on for three and a half minutes yes maybe that's <laughs> it maybe it just gone on it went on a little too long because yeah, uh, i i do agree that it does sell it a little bit more but it just yeah, i don't know i, I, I like, do think on, that like quiet it down for the sake of the viewer like maybe not having like three and a half uninterrupted minutes of just pure screaming cry yeah yeah while we're all like yeah he's dead you also have like a, a billion other, other problems other right stuff now. is going please. on please and, when, and finally jake sully's like strong heart strong heart that part got i see me. you i see you that, that part kind of got me yeah the like, the and i mean that i think that's the testament of like that the family lineage little storyline that it goes with is you can always pull at heartstrings with the family card and i i don't think that that's necessarily a cop out but there were in any time they were talking about each other as a family and like when um it's towards the end i can't remember i think 
it's when Took is going for Neytiri when the boat is sinking or whatever, and he's like, no, 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 stop. And she's she's the youngest kid of of Jake and Neytiri, and she says, Sully's always stick together, and she dives down. I'm like, that's that's a young child being like, yeah. I love my family. We always stick together. Like well, that's not just a mantra to keep us, you know, yeah, behaved. We stick together, and I'm like, dang. Yeah, that's that's so sweet. I do like all the family dynamics, though. I, I gotta say this. Um, I think that both Natiri and Jake are a little unreasonable, almost all the time. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably my biggest like. Okay, so like, because I don't think that from what the movie tells us, I don't think Jake was like as much of a hard ass before like the sky people returned and then yeah. like once like a war started like yeah he's a little bit of a hard ass because he's trying to make sure everybody's alive because he's leading because he has to be yeah and then like whatever they get to the like Neytiri's like Yo, you don't have to be like you know like well he did almost get his brother killed yeah. I, mean, I don't know how else he wanted to respond to that because in that specific situation they are doing like a military operation mm-hmm. where Jake is the only one who really understands what doing a military like operation is like. Yeah. So he knows like he's treating them as if they are soldiers because they are in that in that, that situation. That time. Yeah. Like I don't see how that's like I, I was just like, yeah, I'm kind of on Jake's side with this one. Yeah. The, that too. And like so the Jake and Naturi's youngest son Luke Loak <laughs> feels like he is an outcast. Yeah. And then like but at the same time there are a few moments where like I don't understand why Jake is just like like just mean yes. <laughs> just like mad at him for no reason. I'm like the, I th- I think it it feels to me like those moments are put in there just to drive into the audience. Oh Loak feels like he is an outcast. You need to see that he yeah. feels like he is an outcast because four different times in that little middle section, Loak is tricked into doing something or just makes d- a mistake or makes a mistake, and it's it's like a big uproar comes across of it, like it comes out of it or whatever. And Jake is like always says like, "I'll take care of this one." You've done please, yeah, yeah. Please, please, we will do not kick us out. I will take care of it. We never see him take care of it. Yeah. Like four different times, Loak does something. Jake is like, scolds him, and then it just fades into the next scene. Yeah. Like they're the, and half the time you don't even really see Jake scold him. It's you've done you, enough. You, you, yeah. You 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 said that you were going to be looking after your younger brother. Younger brother goes off to mope. You all shouldn't have fought, but. What do the other guys look like? Yeah, like that part <laughs> kills me. Like it yeah. doesn't it doesn't make any sense. If he's gonna say that, he would say that to both of them. Exactly. He would be like he would give like probably give him a little scolding, then be like, what do the other guys look like? You know? I, I to both I, that that part made no sense to me. And I just thought that that was just bad. I, I like just bad writing. There's no Yeah, no it d- reason. It for doesn't that. feel natural. It doesn't feel cohesive. And I think it's only put there for us to have some sort of emotional bite at the end when, spoiler alert, the oldest son dies. Yeah. But at the same time, it didn't hit me as hard because of the fact that Jake was kind of always on his side and like... Yeah. And even then, and even then, 
at the end, like he he does he does like come around to to Loak and is like, "You're brave, and I see you, yeah. but also." I got a new son. Yeah. <laughs> this name Spider. The, the the worst. I don't know. The the thing. I think it would have been much more impactful if you would have done one of two things. Mm-hmm. One, either they both get treated bad equally, or Loak makes these mistakes. Jake is not as like hard on them for no reason whatsoever, but Loak still feels like an outcast because I felt like that would be yeah. a much like more relatable situation like oh my parents aren't exactly like awful to me but i still feel like an outcast because i make these mistakes and like i understand that i'm making a mistake you know yeah and it it it's hard to it's hard to feel bad for him too because he's always the one like jumping the gun and then yeah. he he always is the first to to speak to take the blame yeah like he always puts the blame on himself just because he's i guess used to taking the blame because he's an outcast but like i i can't feel bad for you as a character if you if you mess up a little bit and then you know if it's a situation where both brothers could equally get scolded and you're taking whatever imaginary blame so that your older brother doesn't get any blame at all like can i really feel bad for you or like have it be his fault but then like they both get like scolded for it so he feels like oh it's my fault that like Make, a, make the conflict between the brothers, honestly. That, I think, would have really made that whole situation a lot better. I think if if Jake treated his son as, as equals and the conflict wasn't Lowak feeling, feeling like an outcast to his parents, but feeling like an outcast to his brother. Yeah, because then that makes whenever his brother dies. Because... We already know the impact that's going to have on his parents. Like, of course, his yeah. parents love him. Like, even if the younger brother would have plug died, your ears, everybody. You know, like they <laughs> tear But like, being like, you know, I, I feel like you could convey like brothers having like a genuine conflict where they're like really just angry with each other, and then like having that be resolved, like with him dying and him, yeah, having to like, yeah, reconcile that. That would have been a much more impactful moment i think so too especially especially if like like the older brother what what, what is not not tam yeah not not tam let me look it up and, and especially whenever you telegraph the fact that the big brother is gonna die for the entire the freaking entire movie. movie but here, here my issue is there anytime loak makes a mistake or uh What's his name? Nateum sees that he's about to make a mistake. Nateum isn't really trying to stop him or really trying to yeah. like he he might say like something we'll like that. Yeah, I'd be like, come on now. And then Locke would be like, Bro, that's another thing. They say bro <laughs> in this movie so freaking much. Yeah. Almost to the point where it's comical. Yes. Comic. We'll, we'll talk about that here in a second. But like, Loak will be like, he'll be going to poke the bear, you know, and then yeah. Natan will be like, bro, come on, don't do that. Loak will be like, ah. And then <laughs> Natan will like give him a little smirk and then go like with him to like help him. But he's really just like kind of, you know, yeah. 
And then, because especially going back to like the Jake treating them unequally, you, that from the very first time that that happened, I was like, oh yeah, Big Brother's gonna die. Yeah, because for sure. You know, because we have to make uh, Loak seem like have a, a a moment of growth between him and, and Jake. But but I it, it really doesn't feel so that forced. way. It, it, it was, did. It really did. Because Jake just becomes like. He's just an asshole. <laughs> Pretty much. At the beginning of the movie, I'm like, justified. And I think Nateri is a little, you know, over the top of yeah. like, which, But then, like, towards the middle, because it seems like he knows that he's b- being an asshole because of the, like, yeah. Yeah, you know? It, it's yeah. just like, he he knows. At, there towards the end, it, he's, I feel like it's, it feels like he's being an asshole to his kids just for the sake of, oh, we need a place to stay. We need yeah. a place to live. Which would be fine if he weren't like, you know, like like the moments where he's like, what the other guys look like. Exactly. It would be exactly. fine if it, if it weren't like that. But, And that's why it doesn't really... I, I, I was I was sad because I, I, I'm like, well, you know, we've, we finally get to see their kids and like, I figured one of them would probably die. And I'm like, yeah, this is very sad, but it's instantly it, all all of the the connections and and the rehabilitations that Jake has done with Loak at this point instantly go out the water because at the end of the movie they go and they they link up with the tree and they and it shows Jake's like spirit tree vision yeah. and it's of his dead son a f- in a few different like age ranges or whatever. And there's no, there's no solace or acceptance that he, with, with anything with like Loak, and I know Loak isn't dead, so it might not make sense for him to see Loak yeah. in the spirit tree vision. But like, he he just had a heartfelt heartfelt moment with Loak about like, I see you, yeah. you know, I see you now, you're strong. And then he has his vision where. Oh no, he's just super sad because now his his better son yeah, <laughs> is, like that's, is how, that's what it's implied. Right? And like, then, so Spider, which is my biggest gripe. I I hate, hate that this kid's name was Spider. That is I, the stupidest thing. It was so long. bad, right? Yeah. I did not like him. But like, so they they play Spider off to be uh, Quaritch's son, but he's a human who's been living with the Navi or whatever. And that like I like. I like that idea. Yeah. But I th- it was really, really ham-fisted with all the, bro, 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 bro like, bro. You, I'm faster when I'm blue, as he's yeah. painting blue stripes on. I'm like, so, first of all, I, I also don't agree that spider would just save quartz like that i don't think that was my bit that i hated that part of the movie so they yeah so they they play it off quartz get quartz comes back so he dies in the first movie and now he's back as a as they a they took avatar. his memories and stuff and put him in an avatar whoa yeah and and secondly I, it was kind of funny seeing these like meathead uh yeah grunts <laughs> which <laughs> It's so funny because they're like the least badass military group I've ever seen. They suck at every fucking part of the movie. This one dude has like a comically hilarious chain gun. Like he's got a he's got this giant backpack that the ammo leads down to this huge machine. You're like, holy crap! This guy's going to wreck shop, and they get 
absolutely smacked around by twigs and rocks, yeah. which I guess is like it's a cool way to be like, yeah, you're you're not you're not in yeah. Kansas anymore, which is an actual freaking line in a, a movie like this. And I hate using the we're not yeah. looks like we're not in Kansas anymore. Like you can yeah. think of better ways to say <laughs> they said that in the first movie too. <laughs> oh my god, I'm almost certain that they did. Oh man, it's one of the first lines of the movie. I guarantee. It. <laughs> I, Come I can remember Corinth saying it. when you're sitting down writing your script. Please take an extra ten minutes to think of a better way to say I've never been in this situation before. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, looks like we're not in Kansas anymore, fellas. This is but, Pandora now. But they've already been to Pan. Like that's the thing. They've already been to Pandora. They should know like how the shit yeah. works. But they get like he <laughs> has his memory. Yeah, every single, every single time. time. And it because do it doesn't it doesn't add any suspense. I mean, like whenever they. The first time you're like, oh, they got the kids. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. And then like they just lose the kids instantly because yeah. they're getting <laughs> murked from the shadows. By two people. By, yeah, by two people. <laughs> by a middle-aged mom and dad, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, and then you don't really, and then there's no fighting until the end of the movie. Which yeah, like, the, so there's there, the moment that Korch and them come down because they, the Na'vi are kind of like, hidden off yeah. and they can't find their secret base and then until until they kind of do and they they drop off the little army of of um avatars and then there is a moment of where they they do get their kids and you're like okay yeah. now this is the inciting incident well no it's freaking not because yeah. <laughs> they instantly save their kids other than spider spider the human and uh so they make they make you think that that Sp Spider and Quaritch are going to have a kind of a weird love hate push and pull yeah. relationship because Spider is technically Quaritch's son, but this but is not a really yeah this is like a version of Quaritch who has some of his memories. Like it's it's very it's very <laughs> gray. <laughs> but he, but here's the thing: like they they go through the whole movie after Quaritch has Spider and like they're not really getting along they don't have any moments really of like that there's one scene where like he comes in to question Spider after saving him from some weird torture yeah. mind flaying device I don't know what, what that was but yeah. like he does kind of like he has a little bit of respect and like yeah. care for Spider but I don't think Spider ever shows him that yeah. same respect throughout the movie up until the freaking end where like oh James Cameron wrote three more movies after this we have to have a yeah. villain so like it has to be Quartz for some reason it has to be for some reason and for whatever reason Spider couldn't just let him go I and I, I mean I think the the point that James Cameron was trying to make was that Spider is proving to himself that he's not like his father, quote unquote. But um, at the same time, no. <laughs> yeah, because the, the I, I just remembered the only little snippets where Spider looks like he's actually questioning things is when, one, they first make it to that bunker and they open up the camera and it shows the scene of Quaritch dying from the first movie and Spider can like see it, right? Yeah. And like... It makes you think that Spider is going to have a weird, like, hatred of Neytiri for some reason. Because, yeah. like, the whole thing is, like, 
her arrows are like her calling card and like Korich kind of like this version of Korich at least kind of has like a bone to pick with her because like she killed him in the past and now I owe you a death Terry. you know like uh, and, and then Spider's yeah. seeing all this and for whatever reason they're playing it off like he's going to have some sort of resentment to Neytiri? Yeah. But then they double down and have Neytiri take Spider hostage. Yeah, well, yeah, like I will <laughs> at the end of the movie. I will kill him. Son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then speaking of a son for a son, circling back to um Nateum and Loak stuff, like we we talked about how all of Jake's um Jake and, and Loak's like rekindling of their relationship is kind of undone by his little spirit vision or whatever well it's also undone from standing on the rock with his wife his two young daughters his dead son and his younger son who has an outcast and then a human boy who at the beginning of the movie it's kind of hinted that natiri and jake are kind of like like natiri at least is like you know he he's a human he's not navi you know like yeah. they there's there's little s- sudden snippets of them like maybe not vibing well with him yeah but like and i know spider like has a part in like saving some of them and everything but like he's standing there or whatever and then jake looks over at him and embraces him embraces him not loak embraces him and says a son for a son it's like he understands it now. It's like, bro, you have a son. Yeah. Love your actual son. I, it was so weird. Like, I don't understand. I, I, I like because they flipped the switch on Natiri during that scene where, like, she, I don't know what other word other than feral. Like, she just yeah, kind of yeah. goes feral, and then she's like grabs Spider, and I'm like, hold on, timeout. Yeah, timeout. No, she's not doing that. And this is gonna have repercussions immediately i you know i knew it was and then like i didn't think it was going to be spider saving quaritch i didn't think it was going to be that but yeah. he, he does but then i'm like after i thought he was going to go with quaritch and i was like me you know too what? me too you know what and I, here's what my here's the thing it? i think that would have been the stronger been decision it would have been better because then he goes back to natiri and then and they're like come on in we didn't just try to fucking kill you <laughs> After after his his father, so Natiri has him at knife to the throat, like she no, she even and cuts she him. Cuts his chest. She cuts his chest and like throws him away. And after like, I, I will kill your son, and Cors just kinda looks at like So he ain't even mine. And you're still gonna save that dude? Like Well and then Cors like, you know, throws um uh, which one? Was it Lo? Did he have Lo? Or was it was I can't remember. It was one of the daughters. Oh, I think at that time was or was it Loak? No, it was one of the daughters because um, what's his face had already been shot. Yeah, because they went back yeah, for then that was like a because Natiri. Yeah, Natiri and Tuke are trapped, and you think that they might drown. Yeah, and then Kiri is using her. Man, we need to talk about that here in a second too. Oh, Whatever okay. was going on with Kiri. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, th- I think it was might have been Kiri at that point. I'm not sure, but yeah, the, there at the end, like it, such a cool battle sequence, and like uh, the outcast whale that befriends the outcast son comes back, and he kind of wrecks shop. Yeah. One of the coolest scenes I think in that movie. So like one of these whales who is technically also like 
part of the tribe. Like they, yeah. they have a language they can speak with their like soul sisters and like soul brothers of the the water people. Yeah. Uh, there is an outcast well who only has one fin. His fin has been cut off. Yeah. And like they think that he was a killer, but like you learn and Loak through Loak, he helps learn that like, oh, he's actually just a sad, lonely well who like yeah. watched all of his buddies die. So there's pretty much like whalers of the the military who are like yeah. killing them because here's a big bombshell we've got the new most we've got the new unobtainium folks we've got if we drill into the brains of these whales only the brains there's a tiny vial of a substance <laughs> that prevents human aging and so when when he says that then that doctor says that line i almost laughed uh, did you notice that was uh jermaine clement that no, played the doctor uh, from no. Fly the Conqueror. I thought that was cool. But uh, the other guy, the doctor, when he's like, he literally has the line, this stuff here stops humans from aging. Literally stops. Like, he says it twice, yeah. like, to hone it in, I guess. I'm just like, oh, man, like, uh, come also, on. I also would like to start a petition. I said this after the movie, but we cannot allow, and we'll call it the Steve Irwin rule, we cannot allow any Australians to portray um any sort of like person Andy. that's harming wildlife yeah it's that's just that, not right <laughs> that was probably the most like uncanny valley part of that is hearing like an australian voice talk about how much he doesn't care that these Whales beautiful are creatures suffering. are dying and yeah. so yeah dying and suffering and like I'm seems like, to oh, take joy in their suffering it's yeah like weird. some i was like man i don't this get is an american right. actor for that please yeah, absolutely but like that 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 whaling dude like had a part to play in like the original massacre of some of those whales and so the outcast whale comes back to kind of like f stuff up and uh the whaler's like i'm going after him but like he's shooting this like explosive tip harpoon the whale is literally like ricocheting it with his head and like yeah. causing shit to blow up it's really cool <laughs> and then the coolest part is he he takes the boat kind of for a joy joy ride and is like spinning it around with like this rope or whatever and he ends up jumping over the boat or something like that and he traps the whaler dude he traps his arm behind the 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 wire and there's a moment when the whale kind of knows yeah (laughs) it's so funny to me because like the way that it's shot it's like that well knows exactly what he's just done and he's gonna make the most out of it because he kind of like it, it's the same vibe as the well being like gotcha bitch and he like kind of <laughs> like snaps his arm and you see his arm go flying off yeah. and i was like kind of violent and yeah. i was like i i, I kind of feel like i heard people in the theater like kind of react like we didn't yeah. have there wasn't a lot of people there but like no one like cheered or anything but i feel like at that point i might have heard a few like little giggles or some like oh, what like, yeah. like wow but like that that part i thought was really cool yeah, i thought it was cool too and then a- any of that stuff at the end where they're fighting i yeah. thought was done really well so so badass and and we get one of the most badass lines you, that you yes you yes, were yes, saying yes. Earlier. let me uh yeah so so just to not butcher it i'll, I'll set it up like um this is right after spider has been cut and then they like they spider. release both of the the children and they're like the 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 sullies are slinking back into the water and quartz has to as quartz does he has to get his last word in also i'd just like to say uh james cameron what kind of names are you just like thinking of because like what kind of name is quartz i didn't even know that was his name and you know here you know what's funny 
we talked uh, we talked about this it might have been off off mic but i was saying that I, I saw some sort of article talking about oh if avatar was so great but like why can't we remember anyone's names like yeah i would love to rewatch this movie just to count how many times they say jake sully yeah oh my jake sully jake sully that's Jake Sully's kids, you know. Yeah. Like they really say Jake Sully a lot, as to like be like, that's the main character. Remember it now, you know what I mean. Yeah. But I, I agree. Other than Jake Sully and Nate Terry, I did not remember a single person like Quaritch. I, I guess Quaritch and a few of the scientists might be the only returning characters, other than yeah. Jake and Nate Terry. But like, I didn't, I couldn't have told you any of their names at all. But yeah, they uh. We'll set it up there. They're, you know, kind of slinking back away like our, our battle here is done. Yeah, like we've we've had enough fighting for today. Let's and just escape with our lives. Quartz looks at Aetarian and says, I owe you a death. And she kind of like, you know, <laughs> hisses at him or whatever. And uh, they start to leave or whatever. And Quartz just have, has his little villain monologue. He says, you're not leaving, are you, Jake? Knowing I'm out there, knowing that I'll never stop, I'm coming for you, and when I do, I'll kill your whole family. And then there's a beat. Yeah, there's a few Jake, seconds of silence. Kind of starts. He's kind of sitting there staring at him. And he's backing up to it. You, you think he's gonna leave? You think he's gonna? And he kind of looks up a little bit, and he gives him that little smirk, and he's like, "Then let's get it done." And like, pocket sands him, and like he's going out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like throwing something. At, like it was the most badass. Just like. All right then, motherfucker. And then you know, <laughs> I love that. That was like probably was like, one of the coolest go. parts of the movie, I think, because uh, that's the one time that I've really felt on Jake's side, like one hundred percent. Like, yes, you deserve to be saying that to him, and you deserve to be beating the crap out of him. Yes, and I, that that scene was, was that line at least was yeah. The the fight was cool, um, and and that I so like in, in that fight they're kind of like fighting underwater or whatever and like jake kind of gets him in a a choke hold or whatever yeah. and it's a very like it's it's one of those like fake out deaths because like they make yeah. you think i mean he's underwater he's unconscious of course he's gonna die but like it's very subtle and i was like hmm that doesn't really feel like the end of Korich. and then we get spider say and i'm like wow yeah the thing was we get this really cool fight scene and then like I couldn't not think of this, but like when they're underwater, I'm like, what in the hell is choking somebody underwater going to do? They're not breathing anyways. Oh my God. Yeah. There is no point. <laughs> yeah. I that... guess you're cutting off like blood circulation to the head, but it's already being cut off because you're not breathing any it's air. doing it quicker. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But I was like, could we not do something else? Yeah. Like... That now that you mentioned that i was like we had this badass fight scene and now we're just choking each other yeah because like at any time jake's about to gear up for battle like he puts on his like tactical vest he grabs his like cool like he's he bought like a premium skin for his like weapon <laughs> yeah. and then he like he throws his hatchet like he's he's weaponed up yeah. he should use that hatchet or something because literally before every scene like they show him grab his hatchet because I, I thought something was gonna like be significant it's like you know Chekhov's gun but yeah. Jake Sully's hatchet. I thought, oh, they're showing this every time, so yeah. like something must come from it, but nothing really did. Also, I think I, I think I may know the way. I, I I can picture it in my mind, and I guarantee you exactly how Jake Sully's gonna die. Really? I, I, I can tell you exactly how. How, how do you think die. so? So I don't know, like when or where. It might be at the end of the franchise. Might be like here, like it might be in the next movie. I don't know. 
But you know how like all across both of the movies, there's this narration where I'm just going to say Sam Worthington gives this like monologue, but it's in like a, it's in a, like a very specific kind of cadence, you know, mm-hmm. it's going to, we're going to hear that throughout the movie and there's going to be a big fight scene. And then we're not going to know exactly what happens. There's going to be like some explosion or something and somebody's going to get away. But then we're going to hear that narration come over and he's going to be like something about returning to like nature or something. And then it's going to be a, a God view panning in as we hear his last thoughts as he dies. Guaranteed. And it's going to be that narration style. I could see that happening. <laughs> and he, he just kind of goes happen. back to the yeah back to the earth. At the end of the first movie, right? Mm-hmm. To, to tease that there would be a second movie, it's a close-up pan or a close-up zoom onto Jake Sully's face, eyes closed, eyes open, roll credits. Yeah. At the end of the second movie, at the end of this one, doesn't it not also zoom into his eyes and have him open his eyes or, or someone's eyes open? Yeah. When Jake Sully dies, they're going to do the same shot but have his eyes close. Yeah. And then, then and you know, you know what I mean? Like, then he's going to yeah. like... That that's the god shot of panning down yeah. in like the same cadence, because I, I noticed I, I don't I don't know if it was Jake's eyes at the end of this one, but it the, it ends on someone's eyes either opening or closing, and I know that that's how the first one ended too. Also, another weird part of the movie, um, I can't remember like whatever original Sigourney Weaver's character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like this weird like who got her pregnant kind of thing which is yeah very strange it's just weird (laughs) that's what i was wanting to lead into when i was talking about like kiri's little underwater powers or whatever so yeah sigourney weaver's avatar is like now perpetually in some sort of little cryo stasis water chamber kind of thing and we know that it's kiri's daughter but the whole there's this whole yeah argument of like well how how was she pregnant like what what happened is it immaculate or whatever conception or whatever and then like like kiri is cool when they're on in the forest and everything like she's she's cool she's funny they get to the water and like now she's a little bit angsty she doesn't want to be there but then we learn that like for whatever reason she's really one with the water yeah like she she's better at swimming and holding her breath than her brothers and sisters she has a weird uh i don't want to say attraction but like yeah connection connection with like the sea life and they have a weird connection with her very like um reminiscent of the first movie whenever jake is like one of his first times in the forest like after he's kind of he's like kind of learning the ropes a little bit yeah yeah. like touches like the jellyfish i don't know yeah the weird plant things yeah i this yeah oh yeah that's an like the those those flappy flap things that they put on their back to be like this will help you breathe underwater i'm like i'm not putting some like <laughs> sucker fish on my back to help me glide like get away get away with me with that yeah but yeah they and and there's all these tropes of kiri talking about oh when Ever since they came to the water, it's like she can hear uh, <coughs> the what is it's. I guess it's the awa? Gu- yeah awa or whatever. It's like she can feel her heartbeat. What does it sound like? It is mighty, you know. And I, like so, I I don't know if they're going to try to play it off like she is a product of. 
Pandora. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's so uh, weird. And then, like, because it, it, AWA, like, AWA is like the 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 Earth, like, or like like it's like it's Pandora, yeah, right? Yeah, I was so confused because I was like, me, you, me, I was, AWA. yeah, I was like, oh wow, I didn't realize I was gonna have to take a course in theology before watching this. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like, but it, it, I mean, it's. I would say that's probably one of the one things I'm most excited to see them explore in these next few sequels and stuff because yeah, they they talk about it extensively, I think, in this movie, but they don't really do much to expound on it yeah they don't really explain anything they just kind of put it there they set it there and like remember that it's like yeah. okay then i don't remember it because i it's a three-hour movie exactly I I, the only thing i remember is well let's do it and then that's, that's yeah it. that that line was so cool i, I mean that, um, that's probably my favorite part of the movie to be honest also I don't know. Uh, uh, going back to Loak, I think I'm. I think we're almost wrapped up because we're about to start spinning our wheels. But like, yeah. that part there's a part where um, Loak to to get him in trouble, um, we have to have a fight scene between him and the chieftain's. Oh yeah, kids. Yeah. So he like you know kicks the crap out of him. He's you know pretty good fighters, and then Jake's like apologize. Make sure you make it right and. Loak trying to be a good son, yes, goes sir. and apologizes. Like, I'm sorry I hit you so many times. And then they're like, "Which that's a good line." Yeah, I'm sorry I hit you so so many times. <laughs> and then they're like, "Yeah, bro, why don't we go fishing outside of the reef?" I'm like, "This is gonna end well." <sighs> yeah, and maybe I, I I don't know like. Yeah, let's do this thing that would make you even more of an outcast with your father. I don't know if I should be doing that. I'm not allowed. Oh, trust us. You know what? Okay. Yeah, but then they take him out. I, I am. I don't. Were they? They were trying to kill him. It seemed that way, honestly, right? Like, yeah. Because they so they get there and like I do like the scene of them actually going out because they're on like open ocean and yeah. they're just like jumping through waves on these. Uh, little Loch Ness monster looking things and they they finally get out to where they're going and like they're like yeah cool this is awesome and then the main little chieftain's son or whatever is they 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 shoot each other a look and like give each other a grin like oh I know I I know of a place let's go over here and to me that's them being like oh I know this giant angry fish beast is probably over here Let's go over here and then leave you there to die. Yeah, and it was a cool sequence. I thought it was pretty scary. Yeah, that to me, because I, I told Will like, I I don't do well with like, and for the most part, I don't I, I didn't have a problem with any of the water scenes because yeah. like I I just didn't want I didn't want them to be like underwater in open ocean and then see a giant Monsters silhouette underneath. Deep. Yeah, like screw that. But we don't really get that. But we do get this one fish. I guess it's the equivalent of like a great white shark, I guess. Yeah. Uh, kind of chased Loak around underwater. And that did kind of give me anxiety because I'm like, uh, and, and a lot of scenes like that, you try to like hold your breath with them and be like, yeah, movie magic. But like, you couldn't hold your breath with anybody in this movie because they're yeah. underwater like 95% of the time. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that, that scene was pretty trippy for me. I'm like, ooh, when he's like, it keeps like, yeah, b- almost like barely missing him, and like he's barely swimming away fast enough. I'm like, Ugh, like, yeah, that, that, that was pretty tense. I know, that was a good section, but like, then he gets back. This this part pissed me off. This part pissed me off. Inexplicably takes the blame. I don't understand that at 
all at all and and it's and his his reasoning for it i think is a little bit stupid right so by the so the 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 outcast well saves him they have a moment of connection yeah. it takes him back home and when he gets back home like he can already tell people are like kind of in a frenzy and searching for him yeah. so he goes back and like his, his his parents come and see him or whatever and like he's presented in front of the chieftain and everything the chieftain brings his son who is at fault for this yes. like is the reason that this happened and it is it's such an easy situation for loak to say yes they tricked me I, I apologize for falling for the trick. Like he could have done that, but like, yeah. no. Like Will said, he takes the full blame. It was not the chief's son's idea. It was, it was my, my idea. idea. They tried Which, to stop me. They yeah, ugh, they tried to stop me. Jake's face is immediately like, "Are you freaking kidding me?" Like, and, and so like automatically he's that much more outcast because now they think that it was actually his idea, and so like. Jake kind of scolds him and is like, go, go, or whatever. Like, just get out of my face. And the chief's son, like, walks over, and he's like, yo, bro. Yeah. Why why did you do that? And Loak is like, because I know what it's like to be the lesser loved, or to be a failure in your father's eyes or something like that. And I'm like, no, you don't. You you know what it's like to make a mistake. Yeah. Let let this kid also learn what it's like to make a mistake it's it uh, he's not going to be an outcast for it. you you have brought this on yourself my friend like, like that that part made me so mad all that okay so like all that really had to be said was like he's been like yeah you know we got in a little tussle and i i, I went to apologize to them so they tricked me and tried to kill me and yeah, yeah, yeah chief goes well that's <laughs> not very becoming of my son you know and then choose him out and whatever but if you're gonna take the angle that he takes the blame for mm-hmm. it i think you have to have jake see through that like you have to have you have to have a moment where where jake sees in the moment where loak is saying it was my fault they tr-, when he said and they tried to stop me that should have cut to jake seeing being like something yeah. something doesn't seem right about that yeah cut to them in their hut later being like so what really happened yeah like what what that would have been such a because t- that would have been a moment for jake and loak to already beyond the the breakthrough of rekindling whatever fractured yeah. relationship they think that they have and that would have made anything that happened at the end of the movie that much more important yes. and that much more i don't know like serious i think because no. like it, it would be a cool moment because loak's like okay i understand we want to keep the chief happy with us you know we yeah. don't want him yeah. to you know kick us out so like he says that jake's like all that what we're really having he tells him was like well you know i appreciate you you know yeah yeah i understand that you see the diplomacy in this you know kind of situation and then boom but no all all we get is it was my idea they tried to stop me and jake is like of course i i should have known better like i'll i'll take care of this one chief trust me like i've got to deal with him all the time like and and i mean maybe that's the point of maybe Maybe that drives in the fact that Loak feels like such an outcast because his dad isn't so quick to try to see through it, or you know he's so quick to be like, "Oh, okay, it probably is his fault." Then, like, maybe that, but still, yeah. it doesn't come across that way. So yeah. I, I don't think that's done well. <clears throat> yeah, I'm. I liked I liked the movie, and I, I 
I, I just think that they could have they could have done a little bit better story wise. They they there could have been better decisions made. Yeah, no, I I yeah, I feel like we've said a lot of bad things, but like I do like the movie. It's like but that's the thing. The entire movie is just like, look at how cool this is. That's that's the thing. And it achieves that. It does that. It does a great job of being like, mm-hmm. that's that's pretty cool. Or that's badass. Or that's that's beautiful. But like everything underneath that is kind of like just take it or leave it. Like you could have you could have stuck any any story underneath that. And and that's why I think Star Wars works a little bit because I mentioned that at the top of the show. Like that's also a same or old wine new bottle scenario yeah. like that's that's a story that we've seen since you know our theory and literature but at the same time there's enough changes added through the story in Star Wars that make it a little bit more but there's some unconventional yeah decisions that come in Star Wars and so far I don't think there have been many unconventional decisions done story-wise in these that avatar movies <laughs> yeah and I mean, again, if 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 I'm if I'm really doing a movie like that, I might not be worrying too much about wanting to make complete sense. Like as long as a no, but you also spent thirteen years. <laughs> that that's my issue. Like you've got thirteen years to work on this. Like you you're telling me you couldn't have reread the script a few times and thought, you know what, you know, and you know, <coughs> not even th- he's probably spent. Probably well, twenty plus years. I was about to movies. say since nineteen ninety four, he's at least thought about it. Like thought about Avatar, yeah. Like I, I don't know. I yeah, I don't know when the scripts were written, so you know. Yeah, and I, but I've got to imagine he probably sat with the script for five years at least. Like you got to think, like five years, he probably. I don't had have to think at least a story outline. Well, I, I hear that him and the writers uh, would like not maybe maybe not lock themselves in a room, but they would sit down in a room and whiteboard literally from opening scene to final shot like he has he's probably one of the most prepared and planned out directors alive right now because i i I really do think that if if he's if he knows what's going to happen within the next three movies he probably has those movies already storyboarded and like you know what i mean like he he knows the shots he wants to get and i guess you have to be more methodical when you're doing it yeah in a studio and it's all synthetic i guess but at the same time like you've got to pick your battles i think and i think you've got to really allocate your time and effort to your movie to that script too because i don't think avatar the way of water was a bad movie but i think it really could have been elevated had the script been a little bit better and uh, like it it could have been it could be a contender for you know it a really 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 great movie if that story just wasn't so plain and kind of senseless sometimes. Yeah, and it, it really puts a lot of pressure on the actress to really give a good performance. Yeah. Or else it's just like you, there's no saving it. <laughs> yeah, because like some of the lines, some of the line delivery, like I, I don't think there's a bad actor in this movie, but I think that there were good actors trying to make the best out of bad lines. And I mean that's that's just not fun to watch sometimes yeah. but hey well sam his accent was pretty consistent gotta say yeah that. yeah he, he he stayed pretty consistent the australian this time. stayed deep within didn't didn't come out <laughs> i real quick before we give us uh, our scores too i saw this thing where um 
Edie Falco played the the female. I guess she was. I guess she. I think she's a general. The the main yeah, lady that, like yeah, sends them down or yeah. whatever. She's not in the movie for long. But first off, I was also like, holy crap, strange. that's Edie Falco. But uh, she was on a talk show maybe or got interviewed somewhere the other day, where she admitted that she had filmed her scenes so long ago that she thought the movie had already came out and it had flopped. <laughs> she 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 didn't know it was like coming out because I guess I would say that they probably filmed her stuff maybe before COVID I don't know it, yeah. but like long enough for her to be like oh that one movie I done must have come out and not really done well because I haven't really heard anything yeah. about it but it's just because it hadn't come out yet and I was like dang that that's that's a funny situation to be in I think that um sorry because I, I, I wanted to look up and see how much money the movie has made so far because it has to be the, yeah, I, I I think that first weekend it done like 134, 135 mil. Is that even like on pace to? I don't, I've seen so many different. I, I've seen supposed quotes saying like it needs to be in the top seven gro top grossing films of all time for it to like break it. And I'm like, really? From my understanding, it had to be like the second. <laughs> God, like to, to even break even. Let's see. So apparently, it's it's on pace to cross five hundred million at like at the end of this week. So it's on. Pace. I mean, so I that's, think it has to make like a billion dollars. Golly, that's and that's that'll be after a full because it came out. We saw it on Sunday. It came out Friday. Friday, maybe yeah. it was. Yeah, leading up into that weekend. So it's about a week right now. I mean, gosh, half a million in a week of being out. Um, and I, I bet it does really well overseas, too. Oh, yeah, I bet, I bet it will. Um, but, no, because uh, I'd forgotten about her character because it's so, you know, like yeah, she's kind of there. Memorable at all. But the, the it sets it up like she's going to be a, a main yeah. part because the opening scene is literally identical to whenever Sully meets... Um, to the first movie yeah because he's like boxing in that thing gosh yeah, and they're walking around showing them like and that very well could be where the uh, you're not in kansas anymore line comes in and I, yeah I would he think. notices sam worthington's like disbelief face be like huh don't don't worry kid you ain't in kansas anymore and maybe maybe he maybe he does say that in the first movie and him saying it in the second movie is just to show like it's the, uh, it's, it's, the, yeah, it's the same memories you know what i mean but like still stop using that line in movies yeah. please there's so many better things you can put i'm ready to give it a score i will i've got to be really careful here i think i've got mine i think i've got mine too i've been sitting on this number for quite a while probably since we watched it and i've not really swayed on it but all right yeah i think okay ready yep three two one seven point eight that's fair that's fair i, I think seven point eight i also think is fair then the only reason i give it closer i don't think this is an eight or above movie uh seven and I, the story wise if it was just the story probably six and a half for me yeah. but uh, i i've got to give it a little bit more just because it's so freaking pretty to watch and like 
I can't I can't be mad at the world building. Yeah. Like all the names of stuff, just the the fact that you feel like you've known about this stuff for years. Like they take everything so seriously in the world building, I think is just great. Uh, but I, I just think James Cameron is yeah. good at doing that. No, I, I think that's totally fair. I think that at some point it's a total like a totally fair score. From my point of view, I the more that I thought about it, I think the two main things that keeps it out of a seven is the fact that um, I would only probably enjoy that movie in theaters. Fair. And I would only ever want to watch that movie once. Yeah. Those two factors, yeah. I can't give it above a seven. I, I just can't. I don't think... Um, that That is that is true. That's kind of tough. Because, yeah, I don't, I don't see myself... I, well, I, I guess if Jordan ever wants to watch it, but see, the only problem then is I feel like she would only want to watch it when it's on streaming. Yeah. And I don't think it would be fun to watch on a... I don't think it would be In your living either. room, really. But I mean, if, if I do watch it again, it'll probably be if Jordan decides she wants to see it. And I'll, I'll set through yeah. it again just to, just to see. And I, I don't know. But uh, see, at the same time, it's one of those movies where maybe I, I would like to see it a second time just to double down maybe on what we've talked about seeing what maybe yeah really took it downhill a little bit in the writing aspect and then i don't know because it's still there are what like three movies yet to come out so yeah maybe it sways it one way or the other hey maybe. james cameron said that at least by movie five that we will see action on earth we will God. get back on earth that's just kind of crazy to me honestly it, um, it makes me wonder see what james cameron needs to do is he needs to do like the cameron verse where he they go <laughs> they go down to earth again or whatever and yeah. it's like post-apocalyptic earth from like terminator 2 or something like that and like <laughs> like he needs to just do some weird like really hammy like and then uh come up with some way to like have the navi or some sort of like space exploration be the reason that like the titanic sunk like have yeah. all this you know what i mean just <laughs> yeah. like really do some like ham-fisted way of trying to connect all this stuff do it i got i got one last critique the um the new thing as to why they came back was that earth was dying but the the technology that they are like presenting to us does not make any sense as to why they have to leave earth yeah because honestly they can't breathe pandora's air so they're gonna have to fix that and it's like implied that they're gonna be able to fix it yeah so why can't they just fix earth <laughs> like that is a very good point i i forget i forgot that like their whole issue is that yeah earth is dying but at the same time we're selling this stuff to stop people from aging on this dying earth because like God. and we're making yeah. a new home here but we're destroying it I, yeah i i i didn't think about that if i if 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 we would have brought that up i'm my score might have been a little bit different <laughs> but yeah that makes absolutely no sense they're wanting a new place for humans but at the same time they're sending back 
a substance. Well, this it, it feels like that that crew, like that ocean crew, is only there to harvest yeah. the stuff that stops people from aging to send back to Earth because they they implied that people on Earth are buying it. It's top dollar. Yeah. But why would you, if you're on a dying Earth, why would you want to stop aging and live forever? Yeah, and then like the. Maybe this is probably like not a plot hole, but like it was a weird moment that I got really confused because it's it, it, it's established from the first movie and like the first five minutes of, of this movie, humans cannot breathe the atmosphere of Pandora because Spider always has to have that. But I feel like yeah, yeah, yeah. during that opening scene where we're in the city and it's outside, I see multiple people without the the masks on and i was very confused because they didn't say anything like um that like oh this is this city has got like a bubble around it yeah like, yeah they didn't say anything like that and it didn't look like they had anything like that so i was so confused i was like how are they breathing right i don't now? remember that i'd like to go back and, and check that out that might be a fluke it might just be a i don't know oh yeah i forgot <laughs> that they're in the atmosphere <laughs> <laughs> i don't i don't know because um, unless they're I have to think that the whole like the whole first point of the series in the first place is like having avatars for yourself or whatever that's got to play into it a little bit more in these next movies yeah. too I have to imagine just I mean it, it's it's still played into the second movie because like Korich is an avatar now yeah and and but like because they can breathe human atmosphere but only for a little bit right yeah because they they have to carry on their little mask and like take a huff of it ever so often yeah. or whatever. I don't I don't know. I'm Listen, I I am so excited though to see yeah I'm excited so, some Navi go back to Earth <laughs> and just <laughs> take their inhaler and then just. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. How do you like it, huh? So Cut down all the trees. Pandora's dying. We gotta <laughs> fix this. <laughs> I, I I did think it was cool though, like at the very beginning like the the spaceships how they kind of look i don't even know how to describe them but i thought they looked cool i thought those sequences cool. were neat yeah but yeah i a seven point out of me and you gave it what 6.5 6.5 i'll say this if you're one of those people who think that the rings of power was badly written but that this movie was not you're part of the problem. You are part of the problem because this the writing has a lot of problems. I mean, I, I, lot of I, like I, glaring would, problems. I, I will die on the hill that I, I think Avatar 2 was, was written a little bit worse than Rings of Power for sure. I think that there's more going wrong with it than Rings of Power had for going sure. wrong for it, I think. For sure. But at the end of the day... I, I kind of couldn't take my eyes off of it just because it, it so is a spectacle. Beautiful. Very, very pretty movie. Everything. It, it was one of those where it was kind of weird to me because like at the end of the day, other than the the, par the parts where it actually showed humans, it, it's an animated movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's not the live action Lion King. You know what I mean? It's still an animated movie. Yeah. But uh, there were, there were actually parts in this one where it kind of, hit you with the oh man like you could convince me that that's a real blue a real alien yeah. person standing next to that that guy you know what i mean like yeah it it it, it towed the line very well i think and i 
it, I, I'll say this. I, I wasn't necessarily excited to see it. I wanted to see it for the cultural aspect and like, you know, it's been over a decade, but after seeing the way of water, I will say that I am kind of excited for whatever next installments in yeah. play, just because I want to see where they're going to go yeah, with it. I want to see what happens. Yeah. I, I, especially if there's going to be like five movies, I would love to see how he's going to stretch this story out for yeah. three more movies. Probably nine more hours of content. God. Think about it that way. That makes me want to vomit. As long as he's buying my popcorn, I don't fair, care how fair. long the movie is. But I'm 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 dead serious. If you're gonna make movies this long, you guys better start subsidizing popcorn because I I can't do That's it. Fair. I, I paid thirty bucks for a medium pop. I mean, you know, with the tickets and everything. But still, that's thirty thirty bucks. I think it's like fifteen probably for just the medium popcorn. If I'm being probably. honest, probably yeah. Like I can't I can't keep doing this. It is it and is. I have to have shame. the popcorn. Yeah. I have to have it. I um, I I kind of went a little crazy. I didn't get popcorn or a drink, and I saw that. I know halfway through, I was like, I made a mistake, because like, I I think I might have grabbed a handful of my brother's popcorn or something. But I remember like seeing all that water. I kind of got a little bit thirsty to be like. <laughs> I, that's funny, but like I I was like, man, I got I got Melly Yellow would be good. Let's see. Well, it was a medium popcorn between two people too, man. Yeah, that yeah, sucks. yeah. But because we got, um, we got the, we they have the four star combo. They have like a couple different combos. Um, we got medium popcorn, two drinks, and goobers. I didn't eat any of those. I, I like them. I just didn't eat any. But like, the drink is like a McDonald's small, instantly gone. I, I think. I think I managed to make that last longer than the popcorn because I knew I was like, I'm gonna be thirsty during this movie. Mm-hmm. I got a rash. <laughs> I always ask them to do light ice because they fill that sucker with ice. And even if you get a large one, they fill it so much with ice that like by the time they fill it up with something that like you get, yeah, five sips and you're done. So I'm like, light I, yeah, I don't as, care if you just don't put ice. I would honestly, yeah, if it might it's be still, preferable. If it's still cold. Like, yeah, just chuck it in there at that point. And then, and then a large popcorn is not much bigger than the medium there. I don't think, mm-hmm. I think I've gotten the large popcorn like once and I was like, this is not worth it yeah i'll tell you what the pinnacle's large popcorn though huge really yeah you ever been to an alamo draft house no forever somewhere where they have an alamo draft house we need to go it's a okay. it's a theater where you can like order actual food and at, at first i hated the concept because i'm like so you, so you and I, i'll be real quick because i feel like we've been going pretty long but like <laughs> Uh, so you get into Alamo Draft House and you like get a menu and you sit down and like there's a kind of like a table in front of you and you get like a piece of paper and a pencil and you can write down what you want and there's like a little rail and you can set your paper in the rail and that's for the waiters and waitresses who are also just the theater people that will come they'll see whoever's got a paper step stepping up and they'll they they do have the seats set up to where like, like if, if like as long as they duck down a little bit they're not really interrupting you yeah but if the movie's going on and you want something you can ask for it and they'll come up and like if you finish something they might come up in the middle of the movie and be like are, are you finished and i don't like that i'm like just come get my plates after the movie i i want to watch my movie yeah but uh I'm telling you, man, I got wings from there. I can't remember what movie I've seen there, but like I got some wings and maybe some like cookies and ice cream. But like I know that it's like at the theater, bro, it's kind of a 
kind of a good experience. I would love that. That's honestly amazing. like it's, I've, and I've noticed that at the time I went, I think the Downton Abbey, Downton Abbey movie was playing and they had like Downton Abbey themed menu cool. items. That's cool. So like if you caught the right movie, you could probably get you something pretty cool, like off yeah. the menu. But, uh, and like they do, uh, like beer, like alcohol, if that's your thing, uh, regular drinks, and then you can do popcorn too, and they'll send you out popcorn in like a big aluminum bowl. So that, yeah, like, and it's it's quite a bit, and I think you can get like refills on your popcorn Heck too. Yeah, but to it's go. uh, I think it was maybe up north. I went to one. I, I can't yeah. remember, but they are a very cool restaurant. But like, I was so against the. You mean they're going to come up to me during the movie and ask if I want to? Like, no. I, let me watch the movie. Don't interrupt me. But after a couple times of getting food, I'm like, hmm. Wish I had one of those here. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've only been to like a dinner and a show once, and that was the one of the Dolly Parton Stampede. Yeah, I can't remember which one. It's the one that's just a glorified rodeo. This the Stampede. Yeah. Used to be. Um, I yeah I I saw that one once and then. It is kind of people might get mad at me being like, oh, it's Dolly Parton. She can't, and that's not her. I don't think she has really anything to do with. But like, there are some problematic things about that show, yeah. especially with the Native American sections. Yeah, I, I can't remember. All I remember was they do have buffalo like machines. Like, oh yeah, like it was Christmas themed, and like it was just a rodeo like if you've ever Pretty been to much. a rodeo yeah. it was just that and like i was just like oh this is like not interesting at all the chicken was okay though because they, they just gave you like a you don't get forks or anything shit. though right or yeah, am i thinking of um thinking of, i might be thinking of medieval times there's one of those places where like yeah. they don't give you utensils i, I know which like, one you're talking like the i think it's that one i yeah. want to go to that one i'd love to go to cool. i've never been to medieval times i'd love to go uh i think that'd be cool yeah, I mean, go see the way of water on the yeah, big if you screen. Can, please do it. It's, uh, uh, don't don't wait till this one comes out. You need to see it on a big screen to I think really enjoy it. Unless you've got like a home theater and uh, you know, yeah. If you're that if you're that most, lucky, then, yeah, yeah. Do whatever you want then. But uh, if you're one of the peasants like us, just uh, go to your local theater for sure, for sure. And um, let us know how you feel about it. If you've yeah. already seen it, uh, tell what us you like, what you uh, don't like. If you think we're on base with some of the our critiques, are we um, are we outcasts like Loak because of our thoughts? Are you going to treat us like Jake treats his sons? This if is so. Spider. Can I be the older one? He's replacing you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Remember, I wish I could have that. Uh, I thought I had it pulled up already. I was going to be like, remember. 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 The Alamo. Remember. The way of water connects all things before your birth and after your death. Kaboom.